0: Day. So, every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today.
1: Welcome to episode nine of Shop Talk. Today we're covering episode 204 titled Warriors and Guardians, AKA Nyla's deb- debut. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Jennifer, and I'm joined by Carrie. Hi, guys. So, we're back after our little hiatus, I guess you could call it. It feels like we haven't recorded in forever feels longer than just a week but i think it's just been like a long week so so we're excited to be back um we have just like one little snippet of news uh the rookie rewatch event starts on june 12th if you guys haven't heard um it'll be like happening on twitter but you can also like watch and post on facebook or whatever um but we'll reshare the tweet again if you guys haven't checked it out yet you should go follow the account uh, use the hashtag when you're re-watching the episodes and it'll be a lot of fun I can't wait to like relive all the rookie feels like all yeah. over again I'm excited so um that's about all that we have just because it's hiatus um but we can jump right into the episode so like we said this is the episode where Nyla comes in um after like Talia leaves so it's a lot of like Nyla um, backstory, and then John too, John Nolan. So mm-hmm. we'll kind of start off with them. Um, so we see that no one is working on his house, putting up a mirror when he gets a call from his new TO, and she's very like blunt to the point. He has questions, of course, and she's cutting it. She's cutting it right to the chase, saying, you know, when and where to meet her, and you know, like she says in twenty minutes, and he says, I can get there in thirty. She says no 20 or I'm gone so he leaves the mirror and it breaks like as it <laughs> yeah. falls it breaks and he was like gonna go back and get it but he's like nope I, I can't so then we see him walking into third strike which is like a bar pool pool hall um, and he has no luck finding her he even asks the bartender because he's thinking oh she's probably in uniform or you know like I'll be able to spot her easily but she walks over to the table as a waitress and you know John starts talking her leg off as per usual and she asks him like why the change he gives her the whole spiel spiel. she definitely comes across as a waitress you know she's like she wants to listen to him she you know kind of wants to like build up a rapport with him but after Nyla spends time there talking to him he starts to wonder why she's favoring him he's like you know you have these other customers in this bar and one look from her says it all and he just realizes that she's a TL. so after he finally realizes who she is she says took you long enough and right there like she was just so sassy with the look that took you long enough like everything um and so she said so if it wasn't about the gun why do you want the badge he says well because when people are having their worst day i want to be there try and help make it right and again she just kind of like rolls her eyes and says oh god you're one of those I mean the sass is real with this one like real and we see it within the first like 20 seconds of meeting her um but she starts to explain the difference in cops and says that one's not worth my time one's worth my time and the other's not so you know that's where the whole like guardians and warriors thing comes in um but she throws down her apron and walks away like she's she doesn't have time to deal with him right now so then the next scene that we see is the rookies walking into the district something i noticed and i don't know if this was just like a wardrobe snafu or what but jackson is in long sleeves and lucy and john are in short sleeves and i can't remember if at this point they had like kind of won that battle to where they could wear short sleeves but i could have swore that tim had put lucy back in long sleeves but i think that was for that one episode where like you know they did it was so hot or something and then they all did get to wear short sleeves but you know Tim was like no I'm
0: um sure. he well yeah that happened in 201 and then 203 he um that was part of their bet was that Lucy yeah. would get to wear short sleeves um, yeah so she won that and then Jackson I think is almost there just not quite yet because he got the low test okay. score
1: okay um so then we get to roll call and the rookies again i noticed um are sitting at a different table than usual um and then nyla like comes in and she's sitting down at their usual table so i don't know i just thought that was interesting like maybe it was just a camera blocking thing something like that but um but before she comes in you know we see sergeant gray's introducing nyla but he realizes she's not in the room she's talking to another office, officer outside just looking chill, smiling, laughing, everything like that. Gray knocks on the window and tells her that she's late for roll call and she just comes in and says oh, is oh, that's still a thing? Like, you know, why? Why do we need to have this? So as Nyla goes to take a seat, a smirk wipes across her face and I notice, like, the camera obviously panned to Tim and Angela and they both just, like, look unamused. Like, Tim looks the most unamused. He's just yeah. like, I don't have time for this um but after roll call is over nyla angela and tim all meet and nyla gives him tim lip as does he just sass him back to each other they have an interesting first reaction um and it kind of like translates and like carries on through the rest of the episode um but not, but angela says like she loves nyla so much just for her sassiness and like boldness um but then, you know, next we see Nyla meeting up with Nolan where he's getting their war bags and she's questioning everything. She starts taking things out and says, Gray, isn't Nolan's CO. They're doing things differently. Like he doesn't need so-and-so. He doesn't need this, that. Um, but, you know, then she tells the, um, like the, the guy who's manning the desk, like they need an AR-15, PVS-14, night vision, and a laser sight. So Nolan says, you really think that we'll need a AR-15? Like, that's a, that's a heavy gun and, you know, like a, a big one. Um, but she says, you know, sure, hope so. So as they're patrolling, no one's getting ready to call someone out to possibly pull them over. And Nyla says, no. And, you know, then she starts question why he actually became a cop. If he, you know, just wants to follow the rules and play by the book, get what Gray wants, or if he kind of wants to do his own thing, like, um, you know, finds his own cases and kind of chase bigger potatoes in a way. So, you know, Nyla says they don't get out of the car for anything less than a felony. And when they do step out, they do it hard and fast. If he's, and if he slows her down, he's done. Like he's done with her. Um, So then, you know, next we see, we see another car um, and Nolan points out like Maserati with no plates. And Nyla said, and he tells Nyla, it's not worth getting out for of the shop, right? And Nyla looks over to the car and says, "No, this one we stop." And the camera pans over to the car, we see a green rags over the steering column to hide the broken ignition. So, the car was stolen. And, you know, they call over the radio and they pull over the Maserati. The driver then peeks out the window like when Nyla's getting out to walk up to the car and says, "You're hot, for a cop." And like quickly she just says i know like just sassy yeah does not even need any more than that so then as the guy gets out you know he gets closer to nyla and she takes him down well another guy runs so she goes after him and you know like we don't see much but you know we see john kind of run up next and the suspect is on the ground like yelling out in pain And he says that Nyla pushed him off the roof, but Nolan wasn't there to see it. So we don't really know what happens. So then as Nolan asks Nyla what happened, she says, gravity, like it was no big deal. It was gravity that happened. Um, And then, you know, she just bluntly tells him like criminals lie, you know, I mean, he's not going to say, oh yeah, I just fell off. Like he's going to lie about it. So then, you know, we go back to the district and we see Nolan talking with Jackson and Lucy And, you know, saying like Talia, with Talia, he would have never considered like, you know, her lying or her doing off the book stuff. But, you know, with Nyla, like he doesn't know. She has a real ends, justify the means vibe, is what he says. And then Jackson, you know, just in like, no, he doesn't mean to run the bush. And he just says throwing someone off a roof is broad, in broad daylight is hardcore though. Like, and I mean, from the get-go with this episode we've seen that nyla is like a take no bullshit kind of police officer like she's not going to beat around the bus she's you know she's going to sass back she's you know she doesn't have time for games so we've seen nolan go into gray's office and he finds nyla there and she says you know right on time we're viewing the footage and you know it proves that she doesn't put she didn't push the suspect off the roof But, you know, as she's walking out, she, you know, kind of tells no one, not underneath her breath, but just like, you know, she's obviously not facing Gray. And she says, thank you for the trust in in a sassy tone. So, you know, like once she walks out, no one, you know, it's kind of just like, I'm sorry, you know, I should have trusted her. And, you know, Gray's like, no, you shouldn't trust her. You, you have no you're not in the wrong for not trusting her and so we find out harper spent the last four years doing controlled deliveries with the lapd dea task force where she was an undercover agent posing as drug smuggler going into mexico negotiating with the cartel guaranteeing delivery of of dope into the u.s with their own with her own life and then actually like smuggling the drugs over the border planting like micro trackers in it and then like once it was distributed, SWAT would move in and arrest everyone who touched it. But she wouldn't get arrested or anything. She would go back to Mexico and start it all over. So, you know, like she she's done her job, but now the cartel is looking for someone to blame. And they have just about every like torture device in the books, blow tortures, power tools, everything, anything you can name. Um, so, you know, I mean, she spent the last four years in paranoia and adrenaline. So, you know, I mean, we can see why she is a little, like, untrustworthy, um, and maybe does have some trust issues deep down, like, because she doesn't know who she can and cannot trust. Um, but, you know, she is also lying, like, every time she opens her mouth. So then, you know, Nolan's like, and you made her my TO, but we find out that Gray did not have much say in the making. So you know like he said she would eat a 25 year old alive a 25 year old recruit alive with her like take no bullshit attitude so you know at least no one stands a chance when grace said that I could not help but imagine like Lucy or Jackson being her rookie like oh really yeah I mean I don't know I kind of like doing it re-watching it again after seeing season three and like seeing what Lucy can do I could see it then but like I guess on the first watch I guess I just didn't see it because like the the rookies are all so green and eager to like get out into the fields that you know she did need a little bit more of an experienced person um you know and that just so happened to be Nolan
0: yeah that's fair
1: but um yeah so then you know like gray and nolan both don't know why she wants to be there in the first place and gray says when you find out let me know because you know there is a reason why she was a detective and a lot of detectives don't step back down to patrol duty for you know just just for the heck of it so um you know i mean we see everyone kind of questioning it tim everyone so Then Nolan explains to Harper why he went to Gray and that she could have shown him the body cam footage like to begin with. And she's like, I don't have to show you anything. So then, you know, she keeps calling him 5%. And I don't know, it just, it was funny. And I thought that was like a good parallel kind of to Gray ripping on Nolan in the beginning. Um, And now Harper is. So he just like can't get past everyone kind of like not, talking down to him but just kind of like giving him shit about his like where he's at so yeah. we see Nolan and Harper driving um and you know she sees someone obviously from her past and we find out it's room. and so he goes into the laundromat gets on the phone and Nolan asks who he is so Nyla's explaining in the shop and you know Nolan's kind of like looking off and then like looks over and sees that Nyla is getting undressed so obviously like he's confused and uncomfortable but you know Nyla says if he's in LA something's up so watch laundromat and don't come in unless I need you um but you know Nolan like Nolan's like how will I know if I need you and Harper just says you will trust me um but you know I mean I like I found it funny that even no one even like reminded her that she shouldn't be taken off her uniform while on shift and I mean he's such a rule player like plays by the rules but I mean at some point like being a cop yeah play by the rules but also like know when you know it it, I mean you can't always play by the rules because that could get you hurt or in trouble or whatever at one point but she just looks over at him and says you're gonna run and tell Gray he just wants to know what's going on and he can't trust her with his life and you know they're both cops so they have to be able to trust each other um but you know we see her kind of like go like finish getting ready and you know she says corkscrew only knew of me as a tweaker named crystal um so you know if she plays it right he'll tell her why she's in town we see her like smudging her makeup She takes her hair out of a bun. She's wearing a white t-shirt and bike shorts or something similar to it. Um, And Harper tells Nolan, you know, again, only come in if I need you. But, you know, when she gets out of the car and starts to walk in, she like takes some grease from the tires and like rubs it on her shirt to make it look more disheveled. What I'm wondering is, do all of the cops have to wear something like that underneath their uniforms? Like, obviously we see white t-shirts on John, Lucy, and Tim. So I would assume that they're I believe it's, there's one on Jackson too. We've seen that, but I would think that they would just in case they have to do something like what Nyla was doing. Yeah. Like if they have to go undercover on the spot, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. Can you see like Lucy going in and like going in undercover and just like bike shorts and a t-shirt? Cause I can't, I don't know.
0: No, I can't. I don't. Yeah um i don't know i just feel like it was kind of meant more to show nyla's like
1: transformation well, or like take how charge she's... attitude yeah. yeah i don't know i was just kind of like she was prepared for that day mm-hmm. um but nyla or should i say crystal walks into the laundromat and sees corkscrew he's like turned around so he's not facing her or the door um, and she grabs slippers from someone's mascot and puts those on and then also grabs someone's zippered hoodie so and then like she kind of grabs someone's laundry or starts pulling it out of the dryer and acts like you know it's hers so then when Corkscrew walks by she's like hey man it's, this is my clothes like you know I'm not stealing anything um, but you know like we see her kind of turn around and she's you know talking to she realizes who it is and you know she's talking to him um, and no one's just sitting in the shop like nervously awaiting for any si- signal to go in so while he's sitting there he decides to call Lucy who puts him on speaker with Tim so Tim can hear um, and you know he asks hypothetically is it worse to disobey a direct order from your TO or to stand by and watch while they're killed and Tim just says disobeying a direct order is a serious offense so really think about it before you do it Lucy asks what's going on. And Nolan just says, I'll let you know when I figure it out. Um, And so then we see Nyla and Crystal, Nyla slash Crystal talking to Corkscrew, telling him, you know, she needs cash and something big must be going on because he's in town. Basically kind of saying what she said to Nolan. Um, So as Corkscrew starts to walk away, Crystal tries to save it by pulling him back and saying, I'm a great lookout. Like, you can trust me. You know, I've got your back. He reminds her about the last time, saying, "Last time you were supposed to help out, you flaked. I almost got pinched, and a buddy of mine is doing it, doing five years in prison." Um, and her facial expressions during this entire scene are great. Her facial expressions in this episode are classic. But you know, Crystal backtracks and says, "That's not my fault, though." And Corkscrew takes it as saying she's saying that it's his fault. Um, so you know, we don't see much more of that interaction. Just you know, we see Nolan sitting back out in the car and then Corkscrew comes flying through the glass window. So, you know, Nolan got his answer about whether Nyla was okay. And as Nolan runs in, Corkscrew and Crystal are putting their hands up and he gets against the wall. Crystal inch, inches towards Nolan, and then punches him right in the face. And as she's trying to get away, Nolan has her and she was forced to him, let, she was forced to him, let him go and arrest me. Cause then that way it'll keep her cover, um, and you know they'll be able to kind of like get information on Corkscrew. So, as you know, no one's talking to Corkscrew. Harper's in the back of the shop, um, handcuffed and everything, and you know she he's getting his Corkscrew's phone number and ID number and ID, and you know has to use his actual phone for to get the number. And Corkscrew's face in this was just like a little. I don't know he just wasn't like he obviously wasn't patient he looked a little anxious and nervous um you know just because he had been like pinched by the cops so no one and Harper leave the scene and get far enough away and you know Harper's really wanting to pull over and you know like he he wants she wants him her to let her out she wants him to let her out and you know he won't until she answers a few questions he's really using the power that he's holding right now so he wants to know what corkscrew said and what he's doing in la harper pulls the i'm your to card a few times in a stern voice to get him to pull over and nolan comes back sassy like just as sassy as harper's been and saying you know you really don't act like you're my to so they go back and forth with her saying, I tell you, but you'd probably just blab it to some random waitress anyway. Ooh, sick burn, man, sick burn. <laughs> so then Nolan is not sure, like, how he's supposed to trust her when everything she said is a lie or an evasion. And Nyla just says point blank, like, I'm not lying when I say that I hate you. I mean, her face in this, too, like, I was just. I don't know it was so sassy and then she's like in the back seat of a police car I don't know it just it was hilarious um but you know Harper says one more time like pull over right now five percent or I will have your badge and Nolan's face in this is just like oh crap what do I do so then she says this you know after Nolan gives her lip and says you know that line is just natural for her but you know like she's dead serious she I mean she just looks dead serious in this so we cut to the next scene and they're at the food truck like Nolan Jackson and Lucy and they're on the patio like getting lunch um but you know Nolan says I'm pretty sure that I'm getting fired and the camera like goes back over to Nyla who's sitting still in the back seat of the car and just like a suspect and Jackson says like you have to let her out Um, but no one can't stand down now he's gone too far so Nyla like the next thing that we see is Nyla is back she's at the table drops the coughs and says like you better enjoy that cupcake because that's the last cupcake you're having as a police officer but you know like she um she wants she's threatening him and then starts to walk away but Nolan pulls out corkscrews phone over and says we can track his contacts and movements and just as Nyla's about to take it Nolan like rips it away and asks if he's still fired and Nyla just like looks up in the air kind of and says not today definitely tomorrow the SAS queen is back um but you know then she reaches down and like takes his radio and just starts walking away speaking into it mind you she's still in her like white t-shirt and bike shorts so i'm just gonna say that i was like yep she's still wearing the shorts yeah um and the slippers with the high knee socks can't forget that <laughs> yeah so then you know like we we would we just assume that like tim or jackson and lucy are just like have a lunch and you know tim and angela are nowhere to be found but then the camera pans further back to the patio where the two tos are eating and angela's like questioning what is she, what's she wearing um, and Tim just says, like, in a serious voice, um, there was a little sass in it and said, more importantly, what is she doing in our house? Like, Tim has a problem with her. Like, not not even a problem. He's just skeptical of her. Yeah. I mean, a- as he should be. But um, yeah, so everyone thinks that something's going on. You know, Nyla, like we said, had a golden ticket and could go anywhere, like within the police force, but chose to go back down to patrol. At the LAPD Wilshire District, so something is up, and we don't quite know yet. Um, but we're back at roll call again, where, well, I don't know if it was roll call or just like a briefing. But um, Gray's talking to corkscrew, talking about corkscrew, and giving everyone the rundown. So Nolan and Harper are partnered up with Bradford and Chen, and you know Gray makes it clear that he wants Harper to stay outside and secure the perimeter but you know, she's confused. She's, she says it's her boss or it's my boss, but you want me outside. Like that doesn't make any sense. And Tim's face just says it all. Like he's just kind of like, seriously, like who is she? Why does she think that she can just come in and run the show? Um, But Gray says, that's exactly what I want. Like, you know, you're not going to just sit here and like prance all over this. Um, But Tim, you know, tells no one to hang back and then says like, you need to watch your back with Nyla because she's a loose she's a landmine waiting to go off and you know grace put him in a bad position so tim says you know if you find yourself in the jam, text lucy and we'll be right there um and after bradford is so- bradford is soft for a minute like he tells john to not get all emotional on him like classy <laughs> sa- classic sassy tim he is just like you know i'll be soft for 0.1 seconds and then like it's back to the sassiness. No. I just thought uh, it was funny because he was like,
0: "So if you like find yourself in trouble, text Lucy as in, yeah. don't text me." Text yeah. Lucy.
1: Well, and he used her first name. You know, it wasn't like Officer Chen, was it? No. No. yeah no. um, no. So it was just but, funny. Yeah, it was. Um, but then you know, next we see Nyla and John are watching Corkscrew through a hidden camera and John lets it slip that he knows a little bit more about Nyla like about her past with the LAPD um so you know they just keep going back and forth with each other she's sassy he's like dead serious about it uh and we like hear more about the meet SWAT decides to move in but Harper tries to shut it down and as you know she's like going back and forth with the SWAT officer like chain in command um you know Gray comes over the radio and says like follow your orders and respect the chain of command or i will have you fired regardless of your golden ticket like that is her ultimatum she can either buck command and lose her job or she can follow the rules and keep her job so it's a real tough one for nyla um and no one talks her down from stopping this operation like he well one he doesn't want to get in trouble and two he doesn't want her to get in trouble like as much as he doesn't really like her at this point
0: well because that's Um, what he said he was like as much as i would love to be rid of you yeah he you know believes that she's there for an important reason
1: yeah um so you know so he points he he talks her down from the ledge um and you know then like she's kind of looking down at something and nolan notices a blue mouse thing has drove by and then it like circled back around and drove back by them and he like points out he's like should we be concerned that that blue mouse thing just came by twice and she was like what blue mouse thing like who was the driver and then she says that's Osito so when Nolan goes to call it in Harper stops him and says SWAT already has their bus Osito is hers so they're following Osito they're tailing him and Nolan's just like you do realize that we're in a black and white car right like he's gonna see us if he hasn't already so harper was like yeah like she kind of looked like oh shit i did not or i forgot about that little detail but yeah. she didn't want to let him know so as they're following him they like come up to where you know the rest of his guys are and they like pull off they get all of their gear out they take the ar-15s out they end up sneaking up on another suspect and like kind of take him not take him down but they get him down to the ground um and then you know they get up by ocino and the rest of his guys and shots are fired um you know no one ends up getting shot but he's fine and lucy and tim coming hot i mean they are like gain air coming up on that hill and like going back mm-hmm. down um but you know like everyone's doing the shootout and you know then they find the guns that they were after so you know obviously like no one came back up he's fine after getting shot and they look at the guns and they say you know Nyla says something like I hope that this makes it better and no one's like holding the gunshot wound and says no but it does help so after Tim like after all of that Tim Lucy and John are all watching Nyla get reprimanded by Greg, like because he is his clear office and you know then like she comes back out and she has to apologize to Nolan and tells him that he can file a complaint if he would like so we don't really get like a solution on that I mean I think you know he obviously doesn't file the complaint because they keep working together um but you know we see like the, I thought it was interesting just seeing the three of them like watching Nyla get reprimanded And Tim was kind of just like, I'm sitting here like, where's my popcorn? Like, I I want my popcorn. And John is just like, I didn't want this to happen. But, you know, I mean, I'm kind of glad that it is. And I feel like Lucy is just kind of confused in a way.
0: Yeah, because Nolan was like, I'm glad he's not yelling
1: at me like that.
0: So once it's like not him that Gray's angry at. Yeah. Um, And I just enjoyed how he um like when she came out and after she apologized um he was like no i'm good like he didn't obviously want to
1: file a complaint um well because at this point no one knew why she was there still
0: yeah well and that's the next thing he mentions though is like but when you're ready i'd love for you you know to tell me why you're here
1: yeah
0: um now it was like don't hold your breath yeah. and she like goes to turn away and then John's like you know I think that five percent should be like her nickname as opposed to his yeah and she was like is that all or like are you done and he's like yes no yeah
1: and then pause have a nice evening yeah (laughs) And then that's the last thing he's he's like so awkward like he wants to be like sassy and like bold but he's just kind of like i'm just gonna be mr nice guy over here and like kill you with kindness um
0: it works for him though
1: yeah oh yeah it definitely does but then at the end of the episode you know we see nyla like sitting outside of the school watching a little girl and her dad and after the little girl goes into the school the dad comes over and like finds out why she's like you know to kind of confront why she's watching them um but we end up finding out that it's her ex-husband so, you know, we kind of put the pieces back together that is back in town at the LAPD Village Charter District to be closer to her daughter and petition for joint custody, um, but also like to not be undercover anymore. So mm-hmm. that kind of wraps up that storyline for that episode. But then it also gives us so much more to work off on. Like, you know, we have so much backstory for Nyla. And like, we have the parallel of, John having Henry and being like divorced and Nyla has her daughter Lila who is quite a bit younger than Henry and she's divorced so like they can kind of bond over that and we do see that in later episodes
0: eventually yeah
1: yeah so then that's it for Nyla Nyla, Nyla's debut um yeah we we met Nyla and her alter ego Crystal in the same night yeah bravo makia
0: good job yeah love that in
1: one episode yeah. love that episode so now we have angela and jackson
0: yeah this is one of the like side storylines um or subplots rather that the rookie had for this episode um angela and jackson respond to a call that two kids are paintballing a homeless community um there's specifically one tent that has a woman inside um they they Take the kids out, um, you know, book them. They find out that the woman inside the tent, her name is Alice Sheldon, but she doesn't want any trouble, so they don't like pursue it or do anything with it for now. Um, Back at the station, Angela tells Jackson that she ran the name through the system and found out that Alice was a chemistry professor at UCLA who was on the tenure track. Um, with a house and two dogs until 10 years ago her life fell apart so at the time anyway this episode aired in 2019 so about 10 years ago it'd be um, 2009 and so the next thing Angela wants to do is like pick up a few things kind of you know like clothes or like extra like things to give Alice Um, Jackson being the sweetest rookie ever offers to grab old sweatshirts from his car um, and Angela's like, you know, that would be good, so, um, they gather everything, they go back to the campsite, Alice is gone, but they find a photo of a girl in a graduation cap and gown that's in a plastic bag, and so after running that name, they find out that the girl in the photo is, uh, Katrin Arnu, and she was in the victim, she was the victim of a hit-and-run and was left paralyzed, um, when they find Alice again, she's like looking through everything that she has. She's desperately trying to find that photo. Angela kind of uses the photo to get her to confess about that she knows Katrin and about what happened. And so it's assumed anyway, or you know, fans put the pieces together that Alice was the driver that did the hit and run, that left mm-hmm. Katrin uh, paralyzed. So they take Alice back to the station. Um, I'm assuming that Angela like invites Katrin down or somehow um, she's made known that Alice is there. Um, and Alice became homeless because the guilt kind of ate her alive. And Angela is you know, explaining all this to Katrin. Um, she gets mad at Angela because she kind of thought that Angela was um pleading her case and even though Jackson was like you were just trying to you know help Angela kind of realizes no she was right I overstepped um and so we see Angela she looks you know like she feels bad about what she said um later in the episode kind of towards the end um it turns out that Angela had a boyfriend in high school that got drunk and drove after a party and he ended up um losing his life and so Alice's guilt triggered something in Angela because she had left the party before her boyfriend at the time um so she you know she made it home he did not um Katrin is sympathetic and she tells Angela that her life's actually like pretty great like she has a husband kids a job like she so she offers to tell the DA all of that um and Angela thanks her saying that that could make a difference between prison time and like time at a care facility for Alice. Um, and I don't know, I just really liked their, that end line um, because Angela was like, that's very generous of you. And Katrin just looks at her and is like, no, it cost me nothing. Um, yeah. So it, like, it really doesn't, you know, like words matter. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was just a nice scene. Like I, I liked how they wrapped that up yeah okay and so our last little side plot um is it's rachel's birthday you guys um tim's girlfriend and lucy's best friend
1: and he like Um, didn't even know until lucy right granted they'd only been dating for two weeks but still
0: Right. Yes. So it is Rachel's birthday. Um, She's stopping by the station um, and Lucy had given her um, a present that was a a model airplane um, like book. Um, Tim's foot really should have met his mouth before. He was like, sounds like a real page turner. And like the camera panned over and like you could see Lucy. She was like giving him a a quick glance, like (laughs) what the heck? Like why would you say that um well and
1: then like when rachel had said like it meant a lot to her tim was like shit (laughs) Shit."
0: right yeah because it yeah because rachel's grandfather did the illustrations yeah and he was a pilot and he was like very very into planes and everything so it's like oh tim you kind of
1: like you screwed yourself on both ends like with lucy and with rachel Mm -hmm.
0: yeah um so I noticed that um, like when Tim and Rachel are kind of they're just like they awkwardly stand there for a second and they're like they yes in all actuality they could just like you know kiss and have a normal goodbye and blah 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 blah, but like they don't really because
1: Lucy's there and so I think that's like why but like I I noticed she kind of like turned around and was like this is awkward I'm just like gonna go over there yeah, I mean, like, she, like, looked away, like, while they were being flirty, so it was kind but of even, uh, just, like, weird. even at the end of the episode, too, they were, like, just being awkward, and I was just, like, okay, this is a little weird.
0: Yeah, um, but, and so, like, poor Tim is, like, Lucy's, like, ready to say something, like, right after this whole interaction happens, and he's, like, whatever you're about to say, don't. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Um, Lucy actually respects that and doesn't say anything until um, they're in the shop later and she does think that Tim should get Rachel something Um, like Jennifer said they he you know says they've only been dating for two weeks I like how they use the little it's not like theme music but like that little like the little beats of music to reflect a pause yeah and then you just silence and because Tim's reconsidering and he's like maybe I'll get her something small like yeah okay Tim okay yeah. um and so later they are dispatched to a call about two I'm just calling them influencers I don't really know if that's like the yeah. proper term but like social media people yeah. um are taking photos of a sick kid in a hospital bed um and the mom had called the police because it's like she didn't give them permission to be there she didn't know what the heck was going on um, and as they're kind of walking over to the room um, Tim is still suggesting ideas for Rachel's birthday and he suggests baseball and Lucy's like does Rachel even like baseball like and Tim oh my goodness he's like who doesn't like baseball it's America's pastime like yeah I feel you dude like I enjoy baseball but ev- not everyone I don't even think everyone likes sports to be honest so
1: like or like all sports like yeah like if you like baseball i mean if you like football too that's great if not no big deal like yeah yeah um
0: yeah so that's like pardon the pun but like strike two on tim's um (laughs) dating or um gift idea rather and so but anyway back to they're gonna arrest the influencers um, the kid is so cute that the kid gets out of his hospital bed and like you know um gets his mom's attention and is like whispering something and then the kid wants to take a picture with lucy and tim instead
1: like, so like so, so soft cute. yeah that's so cute and then the influencers go and ruin the cute moment
0: yeah well because they're like can we get in there too and
1: then and there's like no like, Every- yeah everyone was did the kid even say no I thought so So, I think everyone turned and was like no. Um
0: so that was that was a fun moment. Um and while they are the two um influencers while they're being booked, um Tim is again still suggesting ideas and suggests the shooting range. And I know it's like not important to the whole thing but like hello personal space like Chenford doesn't know it in that moment so they don't you really don't and um, something else I noticed was that um, when the the social media people were like oh you could do an unboxing video for the gun you could do a whole insta story like photos of you and the outfits and like the guy as he's saying that part is looking at Lucy and Lucy's like there are no outfits so like I'm still just like on the fact of like did the people think that like Tim and Lucy were like going to be the ones in these outfits like going to the shooting range or whatever or if it's just like a random kind of coincidence Um, yeah because same like hi can they date instead thank you yep Uh, (laughs) no but I, I mean I do I like tim and rachel not gonna lie guys so yeah
1: they were cute they were cute. cute for what they were and they were good for what they were like we mm-hmm. obviously knew that it wasn't gonna be end game
0: yeah. well
1: maybe at the time we thought so but right i know
0: yeah because they were pretty solid um yeah. anyway so like while they're on perimeter duty um they're still going back and forth Like this is the whole entire thing through the whole entire episode about this gift idea and so they're going back and forth of fighting like a married couple over gift ideas for Rachel, and Tim is like, You hate every idea I pitch, and Lucy fires back with, Because they're all things you would like, yeah. And um, Tim mentioned that Isabel loved going to the shooting range. Lucy replies, That's different, she was a cop, they were practically the same person. Hi, foreshadowing or hint again, like, Gee, yep, yeah. wonder who else is similar. Yeah, but uh, I feel
1: like Lucy like she wouldn't want to necessarily go to the shooting range, oh like for no. a date or anything. Like she wouldn't Tim yeah. could bring it up and she might be like maybe another time, but she wouldn't like be jumping at the chance to go to the shooting range.
0: Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was like a But I mean, I would like to see it. So <laughs> Yeah, that would be fun. But I like I like just the little slick lines that the red is yeah. kind of working. in. Um yeah and Tim being a good work husband is like so what you're saying is I should just stop coming up with my own ideas and listen to you instead like duh duh (laughs) like can't believe it took him that long to figure it out like Lucy's well she said you're riding with the best gift giver
1: well and Lucy is like Rachel's best friend like Tim (laughs) and Rachel have been dating for two weeks sure he knows Rachel but nothing like what Lucy would know Rachel yeah so exactly yeah just listen uh, to listen to lucy tim like you're fine yeah.
0: yeah well and they were like so like a couple other notes they were so badass though as like the backup like you said yeah like, their shop just like flew down that hill yeah. oh my goodness and then, and then they like, just like
1: pulled up and they yeah. automatically started giving like bullet holes and then lucy just climbs over the console until yeah like, i know I i like uh, paused
0: it and i was like how the heck did she do that so fast? Like get out from one side of the car to the other, and then just she's like tiny. I know that's true, but like um, to even like I don't know was he holding the door or something? Yeah, he something. was like holding the door and like making sure she yeah. got
1: out of his side. So oh, um, I love, love it. The, love that. I love the male female partnership dynamic. Like mm-hmm. I love it on the rookie. I love it on like the other first responder shows i watched i don't know why and it doesn't even have to be romantic like just as friendships yeah
0: because like jackson
1: and angela still have that same dynamic and it's like very much platonic i don't know i i don't know why but i just love it like i love seeing that dynamic i love kind of seeing like one of them being tough and like have a hard exterior and the Mm -hmm. other kind of trying to like break that hard shell so Mm
0: yeah And then they um, help uh, Nyla and John arrest the other gun runners. Um, they just look, again, they just look so badass.
1: Like they were I call all them like team tall and small, but they were like walking up with their guns drawn or something. And it was just like, damn, this foursome right here is mm-hmm. good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in the end,
1: anyway, for
0: um, Tim, he gets Rachel a model airplane puzzle or like model like model to put together yeah. some thing with a bunch of pieces that you put together guys okay um and I mean
1: he could have done better like I'm just saying he could have done better because
0: I like what he says after because he was like he thinks that they could you know put it together Friday night instead
1: of going out. Like that's cute. Yeah and like his execution and like what he said after was cute. But I don't know. I feel like it's like a friend gift. Like you're, I don't know, at that point are you boyfriend, girlfriend? Like you're you've been dating for two weeks. Some people like go months without like saying like True. making it official but I don't know, I felt like, I was like dude, it comes down a little better but it, was, mean, cute.
0: Like, it was, was cute. With it was cute. Yeah,
1: it was cute the way that he like said it. Like maybe we could build it together or whatever. So
0: yeah. yeah. I just want to know though, did like Lucy like text him and was like okay here's what you're going to like get her exactly and like help him pick it out like I just need these little like
1: stupid scenes like she definitely texted him she definitely yeah. like was on Amazon or something like pulling screenshots and saying like okay this one what about yeah. this one or
0: if like Tim was shopping he would have been like okay so how about this one yeah what about this one no okay yeah. how about this one like it could have just been like so many there could have been so many other little moments yeah um,
1: I feel like she helped him like pick out the gift wrap maybe for it
0: maybe (laughs) he definitely wrapped it though
1: I feel like he she he definitely needed help like in this category because when you think about it like him and Isabel were together for a while and presumably he didn't have anyone after Isabel like between Mm -hmm. Isabel and Rachel so yeah I don't know I just feel like he really he trusted Lucy not only because Rachel is her friend, but also because like he did need some help with it. So yeah. Um, but did we have like any other notes on the episode? Nope.
0: It was a fun. It was just really it was just a fun episode. And yeah, like, it was
1: a good episode to rewatch.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was laughing like I think they're only seven minutes in and I had already laughed like five yeah. times, like out yeah. loud. It was so funny.
1: I noticed myself like i don't know i was just like cheering and i was sassing omens yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it was
0: just really yeah it was a great debut for a character yeah
1: Um, and i liked that it was four episodes into the new season you know it wasn't like we started off in 201 like boom this is your new to like Mm -hmm. we saw no one with gray and you know just like he had other things going on it wasn't like right away first minute and he had met his new to yeah so um but that is all that we have for today you can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at the shop talk rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts uh you can find us on individually on twitter as well i'm at jcirc 804
0: and i'm at Carrie hyman
1: um, and then we do have a T Public store as well, so we'll if you want some merch for the rookie. Um, I know I've said it for like a little bit, but there will be some new designs going up there soon. Just yes, to there like will. rework them. Um, but next week we'll be covering the episode where Angela and Wesley meet. Yeah, so we'll catch guys. Yeah, be so fun. Um, because she's sassy, and I mean they both are. Like when they first, <laughs> yeah, <but> they're both <laughs> sassy and then like jackson it's just the third it's great wheel. yeah and jackson being the yeah. awkward third wheels yeah fantastic so. so if you have anything that you want to see us cover in that let us know because we will be doing that um and then we'll be joining the ricky rewatch on saturday the 12th so yeah it'll be fun um so that is all for now we'll talk to you guys later bye bye guys
0: go get boo.